0: just, I don't know if you can hear me, so I'm just going to sit here for a minute and see if you can hear me and smile. Eh, eh, I'm just, I'm just going to sit here and see whether or not you all can hear me before I start speaking. Dear, they have been rushing me. Sherelle said I was getting rid of Kinsey. We can hear, huh? Can we, audio is work, did we start the podcast and the audio and the picture was working? Let me find out we're professional. Let me find out Philadelphia's in the building I see Amy from Amory, Wisconsin, Florida raised. I see you. What's happening in Wisconsin? What is the weather like there? Sunshine is tuning in from Dallas, Texas. Rep your city for me in the comments. Where are you watching from? Danielle, you're right. Kenzie be trying to hang with the girls. This time we were trying to be on time, though. And, you know, for the most part, this is probably the earliest we've ever been. Authentic Souls is watching from uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey. My courage sign don't have to be on for us to still have courage. Maybe this is what somebody's courage actually looks like. You've got courage. Oh, oh. Glory. Did you just see that miracle? See, you didn't see it because you're listening to the podcast. You didn't catch us live. There's a sign that says courage behind me and it wasn't lit up. And then all of a sudden the courage lit up. That's what God wants to do down on the inside of your soul. You got courage. The light's just not turned on. Oh, but in the blink of an eye. Oh, glory. In the blink of an eye, it's just going to come right on. Yasmin from Sunshines from Miami. Nadine is from Charlotte. Jamila says, we can hear you. Yes, sis, everything is working. TSJ is safe and sound. Come on, we got sound. Britana says, we can hear you. Let me tell you something. We out here working on it. Chi-Chi said, sounds good, loud and clear. Come on and bless him. We love to see it. Okay, so how are you doing? What's going on in your world? I am so happy that everything is working on today. Feels blessed. Feels like God is with us. Feels like we may rescue some people, huh? Huh? Because if the podcast starts off this strong, surely we'll be able to rescue some people. What are you doing in your life that is, calm down, be humble? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, I'm not functioning in the lane of humility. And this is what happens. You get, you get it right one time and then things, but here, let me come back to humble. Brittany says, let there be light, LOL, courage. Okay, so what, can I ask y'all, courage is our word of the month for March. How have you exercised courage? How have you exercised courage so far? You know, uh, what have you done that you said, I'm going to resist fear. I am going to resist the idea of danger emotionally or spiritually. And I'm going to sign up for this. Let me think. Um, How have I exhibited courage this year? Oh, I don't know if I can share it yet because it's still happening down on the inside of me. But I have come to a place where I realize that I am going to have to really push this book. Okay, listen, this is about me and this is not like me promoting the book, right? But I just want to tell you all like where I am, what my story is, right? And so like, when it comes to releasing a book, like it's not like this one thing that you post one time, it really needs to like take over. But because of my personality kind of being a little shy, kind of being resistant to asking people for help, asking people to be a part of something that I'm doing, like I'm not really good at like telling people about things that I believe in. And I was uh, talking about Woman Evolved, the book, and I was just really thanking God, one, that he gave me a passion to write about something again because I I really was like, I'm never going to write another book again. It's too much pressure. But then I had a revelation so great I had to share it. And I had this conversation with a friend last week where I was like, I really want to make sure that everyone knows about this book. You already know that there have been things where like maybe we had an event or something came up and you're like, I didn't even know about this. Even though I posted it because of the algorithms, it's very easy for people to not know about something that's taking place in your life. And so I am going to step out of my comfort zone and I am really going to begin to like get behind what God gave me. See, sometimes people struggle as feeling like I don't know what God gave me. And so they struggle because they feel like they don't have that. And then there are other people who know God gave them something, but you don't know how to release it. You don't know how to release it in a way that honors the value connected to it because you're worried about like people pleasing or irritating. That's me. I'm preaching my own sermon here. And so like one of the ways that I have committed to showing courage right now is like I I believe in Woman Evolve as a movement. I believe in this book. I have seen the lessons in this book play out in my life and the lives of so many other women. And I don't want to be the girl who has a gift from God, but is too afraid of upsetting other people or making people uncomfortable. So I don't fully stand behind it. So that's me. How are you guys showing courage? Let's talk about it. Um, Evelyn says, trusting God with the vision he gave me and trying to stay focused on what is in front of me. Um, oh, Ruthie says we waited for the intro song since you started out with breaking our hearts on here okay. I do have an intro song. It's gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a mid intro song after I finish reading people's stuff. Chi Chi says I'm applying for school to take communication courses this summer, not for a degree, but to sharpen communication skills and started investing in stocks. That is bomb. To recognize that there's an area of your life where you need improvement and it's like I'm not even gonna go back to school, but I wanna focus on this area. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Barbara says, sis, claim your reward, promote your book. Can't wait to get the book. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to, I, Sherelle says, let me get out of the shy zone tune. I am going to get out of the shy zone. Like I, Lovey posted something. You, you guys know we had Lovey on the podcast. She posted something about there only being three of her books in Target because a lot of times as black women authors. um, And you know, it's the truth. It's just the truth. A lot of times as black women authors. They don't believe in the buying power of black women, especially when it comes to literary works. And so I saw her like, call your targets, make a demand because as a black woman, it's hard out here. Now I will say we have been blessed enough to get placement in target for woman evolve. We got placement at Costco. We got placement at Walmart, but still, if I don't tell people about it, then people don't see that the books are there. They won't go and buy the books. And then that makes it harder for another black woman author coming up behind me. So I got to push this book, not just for myself, but for other women. So yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning, learning. Ashley says, courage was me logging on three minutes early and not seeing that this is a test run. This, you better share your courage. <laughs> How else are you guys showing courage? Coach Sabrina Pitt says, I wrote a book about my childhood trauma. I am so free. I am living my life of my purpose. Love this. Alma says, I have the courage to express my emotions, like telling people I miss them without feeling weak and receiving the love that. People, give me, let me tell you something, Alma. In the book club, we are reading Daring Greatly by Brene Brown and she is all about expressing the feeling. She is all about tapping into vulnerability and I, I have shown a lot of growth and improvement in that area for myself. Cause you talk about somebody who, who don't have nothing to say about feelings, what are they? Never heard of them. They disgust me, okay? And feelings are a part of being human and embracing them, accepting them, expressing them in your relationships is important, okay? So boom shakalaka. Ms. Cola says, by speaking up more, especially using this at work, it's tough being the only black woman in the room, but it's necessary to speak up. Love that. Trinnell says, courage to set boundaries in all areas of my life. Indeed, indeed. Um, uh, Oh, Chi-Chi, you are over here reading me for fifth. She says, I have the courage to be free from addiction. Let me tell you something. This level of freedom, this level of awareness and freedom... And courage is what happens when we finally begin to pursue whoever it is God created us to be. And so I'm so proud of you, so proud of you acknowledging that you have an addiction and moving on to a place where you can be free from that. So, um, okay, so, all right. Oh, my song. (laughs) I have a song for you all and it's a wrap. And I'm gonna wrap it and I'm gonna see who in the comments knows this song. Um, Lord have mercy, mama didn't raise a real thug. Me and my daddy cool, buddy show me tough love. 15, I was butt out getting grown. By this time, my old man had been moved on, huh? Are you familiar? No, it's not too far. Okay, I'm going to get to the course. The course is got to be a G to the day that I die. Gots to be a G to the day that I... Come on, International Women's Day. Got to be a G. How you be an international woman during Women's History Month and not be a G? Shout out to all the Gs listening to this podcast. But who sings this song, though? Who raps this song? I can't. No, it's not Queen Latifah. <laughs> I'm taking all guesses, huh? It's not Tupac. She already asked me was it Tupac delegation. I know no, it's not Salt and Pepper. <laughs> I need to know who. I, don't let me down in the in the group chat. Don't let me down, delegation. Some uh, the South. No, it's not Jeezy, but we do appreciate a Jeezy, we appreciate a Jeezy bebop. brecia Carter said, is it MC Light? Heaven Scent says sounds like Biggie. <laughs> Sunshine said, you better rap it. Okay, I'm one more chance. Um, LaShawn, who is that? Not LaShawn. Couture Living says NBA Young Boy. It is indeed not NBA Young Boy. I don't know an NBA Young Boy song at all. Y'all need some... I'm going to be a G till the day that I die. Okay, it's Lil Kiki. See, you're not even really about that life. <laughs> Lil Kiki? Oh, Lord have mercy. Mama done raised a real fuck. Yeah. Yeah, no, little Kiki. He's from the south. Let me see where little Kiki is from. I know he's from the south. I want a little underground for y'all. Next week, I'm gonna do. Let me tell you, I got you. He from Houston. Come, Swisher House. Do y'all remember when Swisher House had a run? Not, not familiar. Oh, guys. See, this is why you need to just keep the Holy Ghost in front of you. Oh, Ashley Tay says, I said it twice. I'm mad. Come on. Lanisha said, little (laughs) hoo-hoo, little kiki. Okay, listen. (laughs) Let me tell you. How about that? It is little kiki. Lauren says, sound not working today. Sound was working a minute ago. (laughs) Cashier said somebody said him five minutes. Okay, my bad. I missed y'all who said low key key in the comments. Okay, um, but yeah, that's where we at. That's where we at. Uh, next time I will have another. I will have another jam for you, and I will make it someone who's not so low key to Texas. Okay, I'll make sure it's somebody that we're all familiar with. All right, can we can we talk about it for a minute? It's time for us to rescue some folks. Okay. You know, oh, Jaleesa says UGK, LOL. Let me tell you, UGK had a strong run, had a strong run. Okay, but stay focused, all right? It is time for us to... It is time for us to talk about the rescues. If you guys have never caught a live podcast, because I see a lot of you all leaving comments asking, how do I catch a live podcast? We are live on the Woman Evolved Facebook page and my YouTube page, Sarah Jakes Roberts, on Mondays around two. Around two. Around, like two is here, and we are around where two is. Like, we are around two the way you are around the corner when you're supposed to be somewhere. Now, is that on the highway, haven't even made your exit, or around the corner? That's on you to decide. All I know is that we not at two, we are around two. Okay, let's put a circle on around and know that that is where we are. Um, All right, so as I was saying rescue eve rescue eve is when we take a moment and figure out what is going on in the highways and byways it is the one time of the week where we take a moment and decide you know what i'm going to do not mind my business What I'm not going to do is mind my business for this one little moment of the week. And as I choose to not mind my business, I do it in the context of sisterhood, all right? I see what's happening in the world with my fellow sisters, and we talk about it, and we hee-hee about it, and we try to get a little lesson out of it. Rescue Eve is when we take a moment to look at people who know better but are not doing better, and we try to rescue them with grace. I feel like because everything started, like, and the sound was working, and the video was working, that we're going to have a strong rescue today, okay? Uh, Jessica says, it's our month come through the woman rapper. And you're not lying. That was a big fail on my part. But let me tell you, I got female rap for... Ooh, <laughs> I got female rap for you on lock next time. All right, listen. Um, okay, so our first rescue on today. Uh, would you all like to rescue JetBlue. Would you like more information before you make your final decision? All right, listen. So JetBlue has recently made a decision um, to lower their prices, which we love lower prices. There's nothing wrong with lower prices. But in order to do that, how they're accomplishing these lower prices is that some of us are not going to be able to uh, bring our luggage for them overhead bins no more. Okay, the airline is lowering prices on many basic economy tickets to compete with no-frill discount airlines like Spirit and Frontier. However, travelers who now buy JetBlue's blue blue, blue, blue basic tickets will not be allowed to bring a traditional carry-on bag as of July 20th. They will only be allowed to bring a small bag that fits underneath the seat in front of them and any other bags they have to be checked for free. But can I ask y'all, I mean, to save a coin, to save a coin, what would you not do? I think that there is something to them choosing to say, you know what? Spirit Airlines is out here winning. Frontier Airlines is out here on the frontier. Maybe I should join in on that as well. I think we should rescue JetBlue. They're trying to save your coins. Now, let me tell you something. In the process of saving your coins, you can't carry every—oh, oh. I feel something. Sometimes to get to where God has you, you can't carry everything that you've been carrying. You got to condense what you're traveling with. JetBlue was trying to get you ready for destiny. Huh? Can we rescue JetBlue? What say ye, delegation? What are you thinking? Robin says, no save. Justice says, no rescue. Patricia says, no rescue. All right, so no, not going to do it. Not at all. Uh, Sonia says, lower prices should not equal lower quality. Understood, understood. Um, Brittany says, oh no, that's sounding like Spirit Airlines, LOL, we don't need any more of that. Dear says, okay, Spirit gotta pay for everything now. Okay, so... The answer is a strong no. Is that is that what we're saying? Amari says that'll preach. I do think there's something to it, huh? Kale Song says nope, drown. All right. Bricia says rescues. Come on, rescues. Victoria says save them, ch- save them, check them bags, check them bags. Uh, Precious says drop off those bags for the rescue. Come on. Julene says yes, you can't carry it all for destiny. Um... I don't want to flex too hard, but it feels like my sermon may have pivoted some people's response. Um, I don't know. Someone tell me what's happening. Uh, Mika says, come now. Kardashian says, yeah, it's a no for me. Kardashian says, strong, but not strong enough. Not strong enough. Zinia says, I only travel with Carrie on No Rescue. Callie Queen says, No Rescue. All right, that's all right. Y'all don't have to keep typing No Rescue in there after I preach my word. Imagine preaching a message and someone being like, nah, No Rescue. (laughs) Here I am. My word on display and No Rescue is happening. Um, Summer says, Can we rescue SJR for not singing as soon as the podcast started? I didn't know if the mic was going to work. And then the mic started working and I got hyped up. And then I didn't know what to do. It happens to me all the time. Next time, I'm going to trust. My faith has been increased. Next time, I'm going to trust that the mic is going to happen immediately so you don't miss my songs. Um, So it sounds like we're not going to let JetBlue live on today. I have a question. Do we want to rescue Dr. Seuss? Honey, they said Dr. Seuss books have been very popular, but they've also canceled six titles for racist imagery. You know... Um, I didn't even know what racist imagery they were talking about, to be honest. And so as I read a little bit further and they told me about what is happening in some of these images, I said maybe they should go on and pull them off the shelves. Let me see. These books portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. Dr. Seuss Enterprise told the Associated Press in a statement that coincided with the late author and illustrator's March 2nd birthday. Ceasing sales of these books is only part of our commitment and our broader plan to ensure Dr. Seuss Enterprise's catalog represents and supports all communities and families. I say, you know... Maybe that should have been a Hail Mary because they did the right thing. I don't know. I saw a lot of people, though, were like, listen, we not worried about Dr. Seuss books. we worried about these reparations, okay? we not worried about Dr. Seuss books. we worried about these equal opportunities at mortgages and for small business loans and for our communities, okay? So, you know, whatever y'all want to do with them books is on y'all, but ultimately that don't have nothing to do with what we worried about. Let's see. Brittany says, we thank them for the inspiration for the message, though, LOL, but not no rescue. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's a no. How about that? Um, does anyone else want to try and rescue the Seusses? Uh, Victoria Kelly says, I love all oh, the places you'll go. Uh, Dear says, he's dead. God got him. Amen. <laughs> what is wrong with the delegation? <laughs> He's dead. God's got this one. Monique says, nope, not rescuing Dr. Seuss or the royal. I'm going to talk about the royal family, okay? And I might need a teacup when we do that. Miss Denise says, we've been cooped up too long to accept chief safe travel rescue. All right, all right. Um, Let's see. uh, Deshante. Deshante says, no rescue for Seuss. Nina says, didn't know about Dr. Seuss. Wow. So this is not going the way that i anticipated so no rescue no rescue a monet says it took how long though no rescue all right all right summer goodman says that went down here real quick real fast real fast real fast um all right so let's just get into harry and megan then let me tell you something i couldn't wait to see this interview can we not mind our business fully for a minute I watched it last night. I was so intent on talking about this interview t- with you on today that it was 12 and I was watching it with one eye open. You have not lived until you've watched television with one eye open because you got to let one eye rest. When it's time to go to bed, but you got to finish what you're watching, you let one eye rest at a time. Anyway, I was sitting up there watching them on this here interview. And, you know, first of all, Bethany Frankel, girl, no. Girl, nah, just like nah. Anywho, listen. I did not know what to expect, but I wanted to know how they were doing. Why am I so invested? It's none of my business. Yet here I was trying to figure out how y'all doing in this new, how was Archie? How was how was Few? That's what I call my nephew. I call him Few. How my Few? How my Few Archie? Few Archie, okay? Um, but okay, so this is what I took away from from the interview. You know, Harry and Meghan tried to fit into the system. The system did not protect them. And when they decided to pull back, the system tried to, I'm going to say manipulate them into staying in position by cutting them off. And this is what I think, too. I think that they, low-key, this is me. This is all I'm saying. This all I'm saying, okay? I think that they wanted to make sure that this idea of marrying outsiders and marrying people who negatively affected these thousands of years of what the royal family looked like, I think they wanted to make sure this never happened again. I think it was really even less about Meghan and more about this idea of we don't want her inspiring other little divorcee black women to think that they could one day marry a prince. And so we are going to allow her to be dragged as violently as possible with little to no protection so that no one ever decides to do this again. And in the process of doing that, I don't think they thought that they would ever leave. And they was like, all right, so if you playing games, I'm going to step down. And they was like, well, if you step down, you're going to lose this and you're going to lose that. And they was like, poof, be gone, take it. And um, they took a leap of faith and I like it. What y'all think? Hmm? What y'all think? Claire says, right, the firm, the institution. Yeah, those words, those words, okay? Um, Mika says, I'm so glad Harry followed his heart. Sherelle says, this one, I'm not minding my business. Um, Caribbean way. Did I say it, White? Kiara Beway? Tell me. Okay, she says, where can I watch this interview? I watched it on the DVR at my house, but I'm sure it's somewhere on somebody's YouTube. Megan says, the Lord will protect them for sure. Star says, somebody said it. Jana says, factual. I agree. I agree. Callie Queen says, send the jet with top flight security, baby, and hail Joseph to Tyler Perry for protecting our Duke and Duchess. You see, here's the thing is that Megan was like, listen, Let me tell you, the most dangerous thing to your oppression is having someone who has been exposed to what freedom looks like. Because Megan was like, listen, it may not be the royal family, but we can go and have a life that allows us to be authentic and free. And we may not have a palace and it may not be X, Y, and Z, but at the end of the day, we can provide a living for ourselves. We can raise our child and we can teach them the ideas and values that are important to us and not something that that the institution or the firm gave us. They was worried about how black Archie was gonna be. First of all, that's how you know they was being ignorant. Cause Megan is biracial and she married a white man. And so the baby was gonna be light bright anyway, but you so ignorant that you trying to figure out how black the baby, the baby ain't gonna be that black. Megan ain't that black. Harry ain't that black. Dorian, her mama, Raglan, ain't that black. Hmm? I know she's Jamaican, but I'm saying she, They, but they were worried about the baby's skin color like the baby was going. First of all, but anywho, when you're racist, you just say racist, ignorant stuff. But um, so I was proud of them. You don't want to talk about courageously free. My sis, my good sis sat up there drinking out of that stainless steel straw, talking to her godmother, Oprah, rubbing that belly bump in California. Free courageously free, and we love to see it. What y'all think? Sherelle says, Harry and Meghan get flowers and Hail Mary. Summer Goodman says, I say we rescue, send the jet. We are going to rescue Harry and Meghan. Jamie says, it's on YouTube. Uh, Monique says, they lost a good one because I would need a dictionary to hang with me. <laughs> but, um, she was dropping them words. It was a few words. I was like, sis, one shot. I know she is educated now, and that this wasn't, you know what I mean? We equally yoked. Don't let don't let it think. Don't let you think nothing different. Okay, Brittany says Meg was like, "Let me act real black right quick. We out of here and bump your money, and then I'm telling Auntie Oprah when I tell you, sis bounced, got about." Megan Johnson says Harry and Megan rescued each other with their decision to marry each other and not the world. Some of us need to be rescued by Megan and Harry. Amen. And her name is Megan Johnson, who said that. Katanya says I agree. Sjr, it was certainly a statement. It most certainly was. Um, Jasmine says, Jasmine says, light bright. I'm was that? that I probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, Shantina says, yep, rescue these folks because I would fight. Brooke says, Harry said they took his coins and he still left. He was willing to go broke for Bay." I mean, because broke is relative. You know what I mean? Because he's from the royal family, but he's still... Prince Harry. You know, y'all may not financially be providing me with anything anymore, but, you know, it. I know how to work. You know, I know how to leverage who I am and what I can do in order to make a living for my family. And it looked like they doing all right to me. You know, baby look like it's blossoming and blooming in the womb. Well, them little chickens. Did y'all see them little chickens? Chickens look fed. You know, they got them backup chickens just in case things get really rough. That's how I did during the pandemic. I said, let me plant a garden. We'll be vegan but we'll still be he- here eating because y'all took up all them groceries um samuel says teach this baby don't look mixed with nothing that says not not the Jeb blue tickets Brooke says he let them stay in his house and provided security yet yeah, tyler perry pushed on through zola says they will eat better seasoned food and nap <laughs> seasoned food now and some good jerk chicken and oxtails karina says that one drop though re- resurrected real quick samuel uh, let's see, coming in so fast. No one says when SJR pushing for us not to rescue, you know they done really tried it. Uh, Ashley says, SJR mad at my faces that you make when your mama lied at the restaurant about your ace so <laughs> you can eat free. Okay, it looks like we're gonna rescue them. Looks like they're gonna be rescued. Denise says, Prince Harry will never go broke. He sure, I just don't think it's possible. I, I ain't gonna say never, but I just don't think it's possible. You know, um, I just don't see how it could be possible fully, you know? But one thing he did say is I'm going to, and he took a chance. Let us not underestimate or undervalue what took place here. I mean, he left everything he has ever known to follow the experiences of what Megan knew was possible. I mean, he said it in the documentary, so this is not me making an assumption that had it not been for her, then he would probably still be there. That's why I said the greatest danger to your oppression is being exposed to someone who understands what freedom looks like. When you are exposed to someone who has recovered from shame, who has recovered from addiction, you are your oppression is in danger because you now know what it looks like to be free. And yet he took this chance He trusted love. Come on, somebody loving someone enough to trust that they have a vision that can take you to a better place. And obviously he seems happy. Yeah, I loved it. Natasha says, Grandma Doria with the yoga down the way. They all right. They big all right. Okay, Um, so yes, we're gonna just rescue them from the institution and the firm and ignorant opinions like Bethany Frankel who thinks just because you have a palace and a title that you are somehow immune from having depression and disappointment and saying that your life sucks. Don't let this move taste fool you just because everything looks good on the outside doesn't mean that she, she was literally suicidal. Sis said she didn't wanna live no more and Bethany Frankel, oh, you know, just, you know, if, you gonna, if, you, if you're not going to mind your business, you need to do so and edify folks. When we don't mind our business, it's to edify folks. It's not to tear folks down. If you're going to come out of your business, oh, that's a word for somebody. If you're going to come out of your business and you're going to be in someone else's business, make sure you're edifying them and not tearing down their life, okay? Now, I said what I said, Um and um, Janie says he can't, he couldn't afford security for his family. We, we may think he has more than he actually does. No, I think they cut him smooth off where for a minute there, he didn't know how he was going to make it. But Megan is from Hollywood. And she said, "Hun, we can get us a Netflix deal and a podcast and we, we'll we be all right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Daisy said, he said, I will cross the ocean for you. I will come and bring you Montecito. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Um, all right. So we're going to rescue them. Can I tell y'all a little bit though? Like, this is just like completely like a low level example, but I could relate in some ways to what she was saying about like protecting this image, even though she was suffering, because I feel like if you've grown up in church or you've grown up in a family that has influence and not even like, like I said, not even royal family influence, but your mother's and as somebody within the community or your dad's a principal, someone who has some level of influence, there is a certain standard that you are expected to uphold, obviously. As a preacher's kid, I can relate to that, where you will have people literally telling you, like, don't say that, don't do that, it's bad for the brand, suck it up, take it. And I could feel for her coming to a place where she was like, you know what, I got to be real, I got to be honest about where I am and who I am. And in the process of her doing that, she's come to a place where she can, you know, live freely, and I always feel like a lot of times in church, and this is kind of like on a tangent, but whatever, I, I feel like a lot of times in communities of faith and communities of religion where they have these standards to uphold, that we are so busy trying to keep people from being who they think they are in a moment that we miss the opportunity to accept them as they are the way that God does. And from that place of acceptance, allowing God to change and transform them, transform them in whatever way is necessary. If we do not give permission to people to be where they are, they will constantly have a resistance to us trying to drag them because no one said you can be where you are. It's like... Um, we had a dog for about five minutes during summer. And you know, if a dog wants to stay somewhere, the only way you can get them to move sometime is to absolutely drag them. But sometimes if you take a moment and go to where they are and give them a little snack and pat them on their head and make them feel loved and cared for, when you then get up and try to move them, they're more willing to move because you met them where they are. As people of faith, as leaders, as people who are in the, the hope dealing business, we have to be willing to not be so intent on getting people to where they should be, that we miss the opportunity to meet them where they are and let God lead and direct us and them on how to move them to where they should be. Nobody stays in the same place forever. If you're a PK or you're raising a PK, nobody stays in the same place forever. It is love that moves us. It is love that changes us. It is love that allows us to be led to where we should be. And as long as we feel like we're pulling people, of course, people are going to put their stake in the ground and say, I'm not going anywhere because right now you pulling on me and I'm not ready to move. Wait until people are ready to move. Okay. Um, all right, whatever. Uh, Dear says, so after the five minutes, that you get a re- refund. As we said, I heard you taper off that five minutes. Let me tell you, it's about five smooth minutes. That's another story for another day. Dear says, we want to play God by trying to transform them ourselves with our condemning words and actions and not accepting them. It's not to enable, but to love them the way God loves us. Indeed, Um So I don't know. If you guys listen, if you're listening to this podcast, um, I apologize as a faith leader, as a pastor. I apologize if you have been condemned dehumanized, you have been abused, wounded by a person of spiritual authority. Because at the end of the day, I know that those leave incredible wounds. Maybe that person was your parent, maybe it was someone else in your community. At the end of the day, God does love you right where you are. It is just who God is. It's not about whether you're right or wrong. He loves you for who you are. And I think that when we come to a place where we trust that love and we are curious as to why that love exists, that we begin to pursue the version of ourselves that can only thrive in God's presence. Just because God loves you the way you are doesn't mean that God wants you to stay the way you are. For all of us, our biological bodies are evidence of growth being a part of life. And the same thing is true for our spirit. So yes, God, I thank you for loving me where I am. But the added prayer that we have to add to that is now show me where I need to go, show me who I need to become, what do I need to lay down, what is keeping me from knowing you even more and better? And that's being in relationship with someone, not just receiving the love of God, but also pouring that love back out in our actions. So if you've been triggered and traumatized by this in some way, um, better help is standing by for you. Oh, my word, better help wants to know about your traumas and triggers. BetterHelp has therapists on here who are faith based. So if that's important to you, they are there. They allow you to choose people who are of the same race if that is important to you as well. Uh, BetterHelp is an online therapy community that where you can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's not self-help. This is professional counseling. This is talking to an actual licensed professional about what you have gone through. Some of us have talked to every pastor in the book and felt like I am not getting any breakthrough, pastors can only take you to a certain point before you need some help from a professional licensed therapist. And if you're a little nervous about going into an office, this is a great way to start. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Anything you share is confidential. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Licensed professionals are there to help you with family conflicts, anger, self-esteem, anxiety, depression, you name it. They're here to help you. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com evolve. Join over 1 million people taking care of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com evolve. Jamie says, I actually look forward to the transitions. Okay, got to be a G to the day that I transition. And then I'm going to be a G some more. Okay, how about that? Felicia says, just because he loves you the way you are doesn't mean he wants you to stay the way we are. Now, that's a word indeed. Denise says, God will bless them and put them back where they are needed. Love this. Okay. Um, Hail Mary. <laughs> HBCU alumnae, Maya Shaka, becomes the first black woman added to the NFL's officiating roster. First of all, you better, okay? Maya Shaka has been announced as the first black woman to be added to the NFL roster for game officials in the league's 101-year history. The NFL announced Friday morning Shaka joined the NFL seven years ago after being selected for an NFL officiating development program. She said she's been working up to this day for a long time. I am honored to be selected as an NFL official, Shaka said in a statement, but this moment is bigger than a personal accomplishment. It is an accomplishment for all women, my community, and my culture. The graduate of Norfolk State University earned her bachelor's in education in 2006 and is currently a health and physical education teacher at Renaissance Academy. You better queen. Okay, you better queen. Uh, We love to see it. We love to see it. Shay says, I've been dealing with healing from things in the church, wondering why the pastor doesn't deal with the verbal abuse. Oh, I'm sorry, Shay. Sorry that you're experiencing that. Praying, though, praying that God would bring awareness to the pastor, wisdom, and strategy on how to protect the sheep, all of the sheep, including those who are. Giving the verbal abuse and protecting them means removing them from other people and also getting them the help that they need so that they can use their words to edify, not tear down. Okay. Let's see, NASA renames headquarters after Mary Jackson, the first black woman engineer at the agency. NASA has renamed its Washington, D.C. headquarters after Mary W. Jackson, its first black woman engineer. Jackson received this honor posthumously for advocating for equity and breaking barriers in a discipline that white men have historically dominated. When I say... They're not even used to us being up over there at the NASA, and Mary Jackson came and busted that door down. The icon served as the inspiration for the book-turned-film Hidden Figures, her role being played by Janelle Monet. We salute you, Mary Jackson, and we appreciate you, okay? Cashier says, come on, black women. We love to see it. Nancy is giving the hand claps. Limited express through a fist in the air. Deanna says, salute to the queen, okay? We do like it. All right, let's keep it going. Uh, first of all, let me tell you something. Okay, Arizona State University names new black new film school after legendary actor Sydney Portier. I checked on Sydney the other day. Sydney, he. I want him to be the president of Mind Your Business Ministries. Um, so Shanice looked up in confusion when I said I checked on him. By checked on him, I mean Google to see how he was doing. Um, you know, because I was just like, you know, Sydney, we're looking for you. Where are you? How have you been? You know, what's happening in your world? Google didn't tell me much, but that he was 93 and still here, you know? The 93-year-old actor is a trailblazer in the truest sense of the word. He started from humble beginnings in Miami and the Bahamas as the son of a tomato farmer before pursuing a career in acting and rising through the ranks to become one of Hollywood's most influential stars. And when I say influential, I do mean it. So Arizona State University, we appreciate you naming this film school After our great-grandfather, who we check on through Google. But it's still very much so related to us. Some of us check on our family through Google anyway, Facebook. So this is not uncommon for us to check on folks via the Internet. Because I don't have any access or don't want to call you. And so let me check on you on Facebook anyway. We love it. We love to see it. Okay. Okay. Last but not least. This grandma celebrated her birthday with a photo shoot and it's melting the internet's heart. Twitter user Tazakaya shared her grandmother's birthday photo shoot for her 90th birthday. The birthday celebrant, Jahazel <laughs> looks regal in a crown atop her head and fur coat draped over her shoulder as she smiles into the camera. The non-Agerian... What <laughs> the non the non-agenarian. I don't know how to say these words. Megan. Megan, can you come say these words for me, Miss Markle? Well, I don't know how to say these words. Um, then dons a tutu with a shirt emblazoned with birthday girl and throws purple confetti in the air, celebrating her milestone. She says, you guys, my grandma turned 90 and we gave her a photo shoot. How cute is she? Being on this earth for 90 years, that's definitely worth a celebration. Can you imagine the things she has seen? I don't see the picture on here. Let me refresh my situation so I can see it. I want to see Jahazel. My Jahazel, oh, you didn't even have to stunt on them like this. Yo, y'all are listening to the audio only and we appreciate you. I just want you to Google Miss Jahazel. Jahazel, you did not have to stunt on them like this. They were never wary. First of all, grandma got inches. Be clear on here today. I, these inches look very scalpish to me, and she is just sitting up here, and her arms are in the air, and she is throwing purple confetti, and she is looking like the queen, the quick, oh, the queen of the moment. Okay, um, we love it. Can I? We need to get these on shirts. We need a picture of Jehazel. Let me tell you something. I'm going to start selling pictures of Jehazel on my Instagram page so that we can be reminded that one black women can live till 90 and be fabulous on the way to doing it. We need every reminder we can get. And Jahazel is out here reminding us that fabulous don't have no age on it. Okay. Victoria's, uh Oh, no, she's talking about something else, okay? Brittany says, Grandma is looking, and then she gave me a nice little emoji. Sherelle says, Tell them Grandma living on top of the world. Natasha says, Granny, you better. Zola says, Come on, Grandma. Let me tell you something. When I say doing what needs to be done, I'm going to give me these pictures, and I'm going to sell them on Al Gore's internet, and I know what's going to bless somebody. I'm going to set up a little separate site. I won't do it on Shop Shopwoman Evolve. Um, I do it on my on my slayateveryage.com. Slay somebody get that. I don't know if it's available, slay at every And then I'm on the... I'm going I'm to use ShipStation to fulfill my orders because ShipStation is probably what I'm going to need to use in order to fulfill my orders for these T-shirts and these pictures that I'm going to have of Grandma. Do you, ship, who is What is ShipStation? Oh, I'm glad you asked. ShipStation is how you can be more productive at fulfilling orders for your business. If you sell stuff online, you're definitely in the right business. More people are shopping online than ever. That means a lot of orders coming in and a lot of orders you'll need to ship out fast. That's why online sellers like you need ShipStation like you and us and our slayatanyage.com. No matter how much you sell, ShipStation makes it super easy to manage and ship all your orders from all your sales channels channels faster, cheaper, and more efficiently. You can import orders from any sales, ship with any carrier, access discounted shipping codes. It's anything you need. It can happen. We use ShipStation when we, we, when we first started the store, and it was a lifesaver for me as someone who had no idea what they were doing when opening the store. It was a major, major benefit. So no matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation funnels all your orders into one simple interface that you can manage from anywhere, even your cell phone. And we have a special code use my offer code evolve to get a 60 day free trial that's two months free no hassle stress-free shipping just go to shipstation.com click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in evolve that's shipstation.com enter code offer evolve now make ship happen you shouldn't have wrote it if you didn't want me to say it should have cut it out If you didn't want me to say it, you should cut it out. No. How about that? Mm Mm-hmm. Now. Now. You better make it happen and you make it happen in your world. Can we talk about coming to America real fast? (laughs) Um, all that coming to America did was make me want to watch Coming to America. Coming to America. Number two, America, made me want to watch Coming T.O. America. Um, You know, I just, I just, this is what I think happened. Coming to America, the first one, was a very funny movie. But it was not like a movie that was like, I'm trying to say this in the best way possible. It was funny, but it wasn't like trying to be funny. It used a a real life plot and circumstance and added humor to it. Where it felt like coming to the number two America was like, we going to be funny and try and sprinkle some plot in there. And I struggled with that. I tried to watch it three times now, Um, now to be fair. It was one of them one-eye-open watches, which means it didn't really stand a good chance, much like Hamilton didn't stand a chance, or that movie Tenet with uh, John David Washington. Those were both... Um, all of those were one-eye-opens. But here's the thing. The Coming to America, I just... I should have put them on the rescue list because I think it's already drowning, and I just wanted to know if anyone else want to rescue. Sherelle says, all it did was make me want to watch come to... I agree. Jasmine says, is this on Netflix? It's on... Um, Amazon Prime, yeah. Uh, Vanessa says too many stars. When I said Gladys Knight is in the movie, um, the 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 basketball player guy, and t- the the you know who I'm talking about? Who who? Sometimes. Leslie Jones. Well, that was fine. Why was Morgan Freeman in the movie? Where where did we get Morgan from? Rick Ross. They said they shipped. They sh- um. They shot it at his house, but still, just because everybody was in the movie and yet the movie went nowhere. Who Rotimi was in the movie? Then it was just a lot for me. It was a lot. Cassie said, "Say we don't gotta go home," but she gotta get up off a lot. Um. I'm not trying to rush through this episode. I'm not trying to rush through the episode. They said sis, is speeding. Here's the thing. I'm not trying to rush. All right. <laughs> Our podcasts do be long, though. It'd be, it be, it be about three hours of, of foolishness. <laughs> I'm not trying to speed through it, though. Maybe it's because I started on time. It feels like I'm, speed, I'm speeding through it. But if we about finished, though. Nadi says, I was actually reading your husband book Wholeness at the bookstore when this came on and decided to drive home. Just to let you know, been cracking me up the whole time. Hey, girl, we love to see wholeness. Natalie says they m- made sure that there wasn't going to be a part three. Everybody's in it. It was too much. And then the the daddy dying at his funeral. First of all, don't, don't, spoiler alert. Oh, call me back. <laughs> Call me back. My bad. All right. Well, advice questions. The people need to know what to do with their life. And we don't know what to we don't know what to tell them, but we gotta see if we can tell them what to do with their life. Huh? You just put yeah, your hundred word limit on advice questions. <laughs> can Shanice, no. Shanice wants me to tell y'all two things. Send send your advice questions to podcast at womanevolve.com. She also says make them as long as possible. Some of you are already some of you are doing just fine with this. <laughs> some of you, this isn't for some of you because you're already doing just fine. They're long as Monday. Some of y'all's messages, long as 2020. She's not talking to y'all. She says the rest of y'all with these one paragraph, she said go longer. Go longer. These three to four sentences, she says it's not nearly enough. She wants to sit up and read them. Her and Kai want to read more. They want more from you, more from you. Start with your childhood. Don't just bring us right into the moment. You want to know how to write a book but tell us about the books you read and, and what moves you and what you ate for dinner make them long as you can <laughs> make them long as you can <laughs> okay somebody said my sound is messing up again that's fine <laughs> everything's fine um Let's see, Cheryl says we don't want a thesis advice question. <laughs> she said make, make them longer. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to keep talking like everything's fine because I'm down at the end now. And I don't know. From this point, I would just have to just say y'all have to figure out the advice questions on the podcast when it gets uploaded. Let's see. Let's see. Um, this first question says, oh, God, this is the same one. Oh. Yeah, no, that second one, I can't do that second one. Find me another one, okay? Um, here's the next, here's the first one though says, Would like to write a book. It is my dream. I don't know how to navigate the process. My writing skills are limited, grammar limited, and I don't know how to chronologically put it in order to make sense. I don't know how to go about getting a literary coach or agent. I'm also afraid of my idea being stolen. Please provide a resource or advice. Um, so, as it relates to writing a book, uh, so, hold on, somebody just wants me to repeat podcast at womanevolve.com to send your question. Um, okay, so writing a book is a journey. The first step in writing a book is writing an outline. So if you want to write a book about your life, before you just open up the Word document and start writing about your life, I think you have to determine where do I want it to end, okay? Sometimes it's a little bit challenging to determine where I want it to start, but start with where I want it to end. On a practical note, usually, like my manuscripts are about 60,000 words, okay? So they can range from like 55 to 80,000 words. That gives you a little bit... Of a you know, a frame for how long your manuscript should be in order to write a book. Start with an outline. Where do you want it to end? Like, even with Woman Evolve, I had to determine like where do we want to leave them? And then how do we backtrack to get them to that point, especially when it comes to your life? So you want it to end on your wedding day. You want it to end with you pushing out your baby. Okay, you want it to end with you starting the business. That's where you want it to end. So let me backtrack like what led me to this process. All of that happens in an outline. My outline. Outlines are very similar to the outlines you had to make like when in school. Don't worry about grammar, okay? You can take that bad boy through Grammarly. There are all types of apps that will allow you to proofread your document before sending it to a printer. If you have the budget for it, you can have an editor that will allow you, um, editors are often freelance that will go through your manuscript and can tweak it. So don't worry about, when I'm writing a book, I have to remember that like I am not writing in that moment what people will see. What I am writing is what I am starting with before it gets cleaned up. And there is there also I am also creating a course for writing a book. <laughs> I didn't even know that until Shanice wrote it on a piece of paper and held it up for me. I am going to write I'm going to have a course for book writing for publishing. Boom shakalaka. Can I have a course and then give away money to to give the people to help people publish their book at the end if I do a course? Mm-hmm. Can I give money away to help people publish their book? Like can we do like a publishing deal? Yes, we'll talk about it. Oh, now we gotta talk about it. You announced the course on <laughs> you announced the course on the podcast. Anywho, listen. I hope that was helpful. Um <laughs> Ashley Tate, I would like to send you something. Ashley Tate, can you like Send me like your address, your cash app. Ashley Tate has a poem for us. Roses are red, violets are blue. You rushing us like these nail salons be trying to do. I love the delegation. (laughs) Like you all are my sisters. You don't even understand the level of clownery. Um, Jasmine says, can you do your wig line before the course? I have a lot to do. I have a lot to do. You know what's crazy? We were sitting here minding our business and the sound started cutting up. That's why I'm rushing. You asking why I'm rushing? I'm rushing because the sound is cutting up. It's cutting up on you. It's cutting up. You can hear it. It's, it's like choppy. You want me to be quiet? Do T-Pain? Mm-hmm. Uh, I could do some female rap for Women's History Month. Um, let me see. Foxy Brown had a strong run but it, but her music was nasty. <laughs> I also remember that, um, Trina had a strong run once again, music not ideal. Um, let me, let, you know, here, I got it. I I got it. Okay. Hold on. You and I T U Y. U-N-I-T-U-I. Oh, did well what, would we consider left eye? Oh yes. Hold on, hold on. I'ma just keep talking. Um I'ma just keep talking till we figure out. I seen a rainbow yesterday, but too many storms have come and gone. I need to hear waterfalls again because I can't catch it. I can't catch it where Lisa left eye. That's it. That I seen a rainbow yesterday. Yeah, Um, leaving a trace of not on God-given ray. Is it because my life is ten shades of gray? First of all, can we talk about your favorite female writers? Thank you, Kai. Kai thought my singing was good while we waited. We will wait on you. We will wait on you. Come and move, we make room for you. That's All Nations Worship Atlanta. Come and move, we make room for you. Okay. Um. Ooh, Nat says, can we talk about that Lifetime movie your dad got coming out? Sis looks bomb, okay? That Lifetime movie looks, I haven't seen it. Now, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm trying to get it on bootleg because I want to watch it commercial-free, no interruptions, and I want all seven of them. It's like a seven-movie series, and, um, you know, all of them seven deadly sins are in them, but that thing looks bomb. Carrie Hilson is in it. Latoya Luckett. Who's that? Soraya? Soraya's in it. Tank is in it. I don't know if y'all have seen it. I posted it on my Insta story. Uh, can y'all hear me now? Uh... <laughs> tiny, t- tiny sh- <laughs> says, I can hear you way over here in the Bahamas <laughs> Mic check one two Mic check one three Mic check can you hear me over there where you be Mic check it's your girl SJR technology so hard But here we are still going Making a way out of no way That's what we do Women's Day International Not for play Delegation, we go everywhere Bay, bay Check the records, let them reflect I'm your girl She the brillest, but not the best Lizzie, I appreciate you saying their mics are too loud But they don't have mics I I appreciate the support and the help But they don't have mics That's why we're a little confused Okay, so here we are on the mic trying to podcast it sounds far away well we at the end anyway so good night (laughs) farewell (laughs) we did all that fighting to say farewell (laughs) okay so listen everybody be quiet y'all breathe real quiet okay and listen here the last one okay here we go here we go. Okay. <laughs> um, here we go. Boom. Do I do another question? Do I just move on down the road? Um, greetings, SJR, friend, sister, help your girl out. So I'm constantly on the journey of trying to find myself, but having yet arrived, I will be turning 30 this year, and I do not want to be in a place of self-doubt and uncertainty. For as long as I could remember, confidence, esteem, my purpose, and my gift has been a struggle. Lord, what is it? Where is it? How can I get it? Maybe you know what it's like to feel something more down on the inside of you, but not really sure how to break out, what to break out in, what industry or ministry is maybe leading me to. I feel like my lack of certainty in my identity is... And calling has caused me to make terrible decisions, especially with men. It makes me super emotional. Like don't make sense sometimes when I talk while I'm in the emotional breakdowns. The wine or margaritas for sure don't help, but anyway, I digress. My lack of self-certainty leads me to constantly wanting attention and reassurance from an outside source from time to time. Do you have any practical advice or tools that can help me in this struggle and out the struggle? P.S. I've talked to the Lord about this for years. Prayed fast and reading the Bible, starting to think it's a me issue. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Love you, and may God continue to bless your ministry. Okay. So um, the frustration of not knowing is something that we can all relate to in so many ways. That is exacerbated by the feeling of being stuck and stagnant. Actually. Let me see if I can pull up. I'm taking a chance here because we ain't got no technology that we can count on, but I want to see if I can pull this up real quick because this is something that I wrote about in my book and I kind of described it as being in a car And having all of these voices talking to you with like a little mustard seed of faith that is supposed to be helping you get to the other side. And I can understand exactly how frustrating that is. Uh, The chapter of the book that covers that is, ooh, no better. And then Eyes Wide Open gets into this too. I don't have time to go. I should have highlighted this. I'm sorry. This is what I will say though. Um, When it comes to practicality and trying to be certain. I think that you have to start working off of what you do know, okay? So if you feel like, honestly, like the wine and the margaritas are not helping, then you have to make a decision based off of what you know, which means eliminating them from the process of uncertainty. If you know the sleeping around and trying to get men to love me doesn't work either, then we have to eliminate that from the equation as well. You have to work what you do know to discover what you don't know. I know that sounds like such a weird sentence, but it's so true. Working what you do know leads you to what you don't know. I don't know who I am. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know how I'm going to get from here to there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know becomes our God. And yet we keep asking God, I want you to show me. And God's like, I can't be on the throne and your I don't know, on the throne at the same time. And so work what you do know. I need to stop drinking. I need to stop sleeping around. And it's one thing to stop. I'm going to be honest with you. Having the conviction to stop is a gift from God. Enacting that means that you need to replace it with something. So instead of drinking, I'm going to do what? I'm going to work out and take care of myself. Instead of sleeping around, I'm going to do what? I'm going to get in a Bible study. I'm going to take another skill class. You need to replace whatever it is that you are removing from your life. Because when we fill the void of of a high that used to exist by us engaging in certain actions, we end up wanting to engage again. But when you can connect what I'm gonna stop doing with what I am gonna do to help me, it helps to ease that tension a bit. That doesn't mean that there won't be moments where you get a little thirsty and you don't want water, but you have to remind yourself that like, okay, well that means I need to maybe go for a walk, I need to go for a run, I need to turn on a Zumba class until I can let this emotion pass. More and more you will find yourself confident because you trust the decisions you make are helping you. I have found that my lack of confidence usually stems from me not trusting the decisions I make for myself. I'm not confident in my thinking. I'm not confident in my choices because I have made some choices that led me to a worse version of who I am. The more that I can make healthier choices and I can enact them and make them a part of my identity and a part of my character, the more confidence that I have in who I am and how I show up in the world. And so those are some, Practical things. I don't know if you're in therapy. I cannot stress enough. I know I I do the transitions and I make them funny, but I am so serious about BetterHelp and how it can help you get involved in therapy. Walk this out. Talk this out with someone who has the tools to help you dig appropriately to help you understand the root of some of your issues and struggle. You may think that you have lack of uncertainty. You may have a, a, a diagnosis, a mental diagnosis that hasn't been diagnosed yet. You may have ADHD it's difficult for you to focus, and it's not that you don't have the desire, you just can't hone in on the skills. You may be depressed and not even realize it because you think you're still functioning. You just know that you're unfulfilled, but you've learned through therapy that at 13 you were depressed and you never came out of it. Get involved in therapy. Help someone help you unwind those thoughts. And another thing about therapy, people are literally going to school because they want to help other people. You are not going to be a burden to them. You're not going to get on their nerves by talking to to them. They're not going to do you the way friends or family can sometimes do you. Therapy is a safe space for you to open up all of your lost, raggedy ratchet cell and say, but I don't want to be this way anymore. Help me. Let's see what the delegation is saying. Shatina says, like, be so focused on what you're doing and where you want to go. None of those things will phase you when you truly focus on your purpose and where you're trying to go and who you're trying to become. Sherelle Stanley says, find an accountability partner. Jahizman says, absolutely distract yourself with a replacement. I say this all the time. Distract yourself with yourself. Precious Angel says, gotta work what you do know." I can definitely relate to you, sis. It's a struggle. Tarnisha says, going to work my elliptical machine... Work it, sis, work it. Working what you do know, as little and as small as it may be, you're talking about purpose. I'm talking about working what you know. And it feels like there's such a great distance between purpose and choosing to stop drinking. But the truth is that in hindsight, we end up seeing that I wasn't even bringing my best self to my present. So I was not able to receive a purpose that would require me to be at my best. So sometimes you gotta clean yourself up a little bit, clean up your thoughts, your patterns, your emotions, do the hard work to make room for purpose. Just because you don't know what your purpose is doesn't mean that you don't have to live with the consciousness that you do have a purpose. You're not random. You're not here by accident. There's a strategic assignment that only you can fulfill, but you have to create an environment for that seed to take root and produce the kind of fruit that you're looking for. So. Ashley Tate says, don't beat yourself up over what's wrong with you. Give yourself kudos for the self-awareness you have. Then grow and go from there. Aubrey says, write your boundaries down and don't go against self. Aaron Dunbar says, uncertainty is a gift. Okay. Uh, Jamie says, I'm a full mess. I have no advice <laughs> tonight. Sometimes it be like that. Sometimes you are so busy in your mess that you have nothing to give. Jamie just receives sis. We don't have to have the answers all of the time and there's nothing wrong with saying, I don't know, but I am going to be praying for you as you sort through your mess, that you remember your identity is not in your mess and that your blessing is in there too. So do the work, go through the journey, go through the struggle, overcome, and then teach us how to do it too, because we're going to be there in some way soon. Okay. Um, okay. Child, it's snack time. And let me tell you, We at the end. And look at y'all. Got an hour and 30 minutes out of me anyway because of technology. This episode next week going to be an hour and 15 minutes by hook or by crook. Don't let me get it to 60 minutes. We get it to 60 minutes and anything could happen. Okay, so listen. uh, Our snack builds off of the word of the month that we introduced last month and it is courageous. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with our words but courageous is our word for the month and that word courageous is going to be expressed in three different ways. You're going to hear it on the podcast. You're going to see it on our social media. You're going to see it in the to-go plate. If you guys aren't signed up for the to-go plate, please get plugged in. Go to womanevolvecom slash connect and get a weekly devotional that helps you just set your intentions, get your mind straight for the week. And this is where we begin to lay out what it means to be courageous in specific areas of our life. Our word that kind of attaches to courage this week is free, courageously free. You know me, I love definitions. The word free means not under the control or in the power of another able to act or be done as one wishes. Let me tell you, that is exactly what we witnessed with Meghan Markle. So I want to challenge you before this podcast comes to an end to think about an area where you know you are not being courageously free. For me, I know I talked about it a bit with the book, but for me being courageously free is not being controlled, um, not allowing my purpose or my voice to be marginalized or oppressed by feelings of not being a people pleaser or even hurting other people's feelings. Sometimes being courageously free, this is a word for somebody, sometimes being courageously free means that you have to have awkward conversations with other people. Because there is only space in people's lives for a restricted version of who you are. And as long as you stay restricted, everything flows freely. And because we don't want to mess up that flow, because we don't want to mess up that connection, we choose to cave into the pressure and choose to just live restricted when we want to be free. I had an instance over the weekend where I had to resist the idea of crawling back into this box. Um, I had a friendship that I'd had for a very long time that kind of ended sourly. And it ended so sourly that I was like, listen, I'm good. I'm chunking the deuces. We don't understand each other at all. We have great history, but that history does not translate into the present. And I was cool with that. Well, um, we had a death in our, you know, church family, which is just like real family and in that process you know there was an opportunity to reconnect with this friendship and in the process of grief there was a part of me that thought like maybe I should just give this another shot but I knew that in order to do that I would have to commit time and emotions that I quite frankly just don't have it in me to budget right now and so um, you know I expressed to that person like listen I love you I'm always praying for you I'm always cheering for For you, but you know, everything that could be said has been said. I think we're in better places right now, and we should just leave it at that. And I felt a little bad for doing it because at the end of the day, we do have history, but that history is connected to a restricted version of who I am. And I am so afraid of going back into that restricted identity that I had to stand flat footed in the freedom of where I am now. And I feel like for those of you who are watching and you're exercising your courage muscle, that there is an opportunity for you to dissect an area of your life where you could be more free. Maybe you need to consider you know, starting that business on this side. Maybe you need to consider speaking up more in your friendships and relationships. Maybe there is a purpose that is down on the inside of you, but you are so afraid of stepping out on faith that you live restricted. I want to challenge you to be courageously free. And I am going to tell you, being courageously free sounds sexy, but it is not. It is hard. It makes you you vulnerable. Come on, daring greatly. It makes you vulnerable. It makes you feel inadequate. It sometimes makes you feel like, who do I think I am? Do I think that I can actually do this? And yet the truth is that as long as you have this nagging and logging down on the inside of you to be free, that I believe that's heaven whispering that you can come up from here, that you can do better than this. And so that is my challenge for you. Be courageously free. I would love for you to plug into our socials, to send me a DM and give me a testimony about something you did this week that made you feel free, okay? That made you break out of your box. Maybe you spoke up when you would usually be quiet. Maybe you posted a testimony or whatever and you usually wouldn't do that, but it is true to who you are and you allowed who you are to show up in your world and perhaps rearrange the people and relationships in your life, but it is necessary so that you can be who you are. That's it. That's all. That's all I got for you today. Halima Love Shell says, that's my word. Tarnisha Tanisha says, courageously free. Shantique says, SJR, yes, I felt that. Thanks, no more restrictions. Kiana says, oh, that's a word. Deborah says, preach. Um, and Monica says that. Wow, thank you so much for that word, Pastor. So um, let's pray. We would love that. Let's pray. Let's pray into freedom. (laughs) Let's pray into us breaking out of the boxes. Sometimes we ask God to break chains and God's like, the chains are broken. You just won't realize it until you stretch out. I feel that for somebody. Um, When God breaks chains... There are moments where we feel it freely, right? In that moment, we're like, wow, those chains have been broken off of me, and I feel so much lighter. And there are moments where we are still carrying broken chains. The chains are broken, but we haven't done the work of shaking and moving and and allowing ourselves to be released from those restrictions. You've been carrying chains for a long time, and some of you, those chains have already been broken. You just haven't done the work to step out of those chains. And when you do the work to step out of those chains that are already broken, you will see that I've been carrying unnecessary weight for too long. And so while some of us are praying that God would break chains, I'm going to be praying that some of us would shake our lives up in such a way that any chains that are already broken would have to fall off of us because we have decided to be courageously free. So God, I thank you. I thank you that you've already completed everything that would give us the power to break chains through Jesus. You have given us power and wisdom and strategy and creativity. And yet some of us feel more bound than we have ever felt. Father, it is my prayer that as we were speaking today, that someone got a glimpse of freedom, that someone was exposed to what their life could be like and they're ready to shake things up. So Father, I'm praying that as they're shaking things up, that you would begin to soften the hearts of the people who are called to them and that those people would not judge this moment of freedom, but instead become curious about who they are becoming. I'm thinking about spouses and parents and friends who are used to a limited version of who they are and yet they're ready to break free. Father, my prayer is that they would walk with such confidence and such courage that those people would say, wow, I like this side of you. I can learn from this side of you and that that would give them confidence to keep going. Someone's listening right now and the chains have not been broken because they don't have enough strength to ask you to break them because to be quite frank, they like them, they love them. The chains make them comfortable and God knows that I've been there, Father. My prayer is that we would break those chains that they would come to a place where they started to hate the things that restrict them, that they would come to a place where the margaritas don't even taste good anymore, where the wine doesn't even work, where the weeds don't even do it no more because they need you, Father. And in the process of doing that, I pray that you would lose out of their mouth, lose out of their minds the taste of what restricts them and replace it with that which will restore them, recover them, renew them, revitalize them, and make them better. Father, wherever there's a restriction, there is restoration. And so we receive your restoration power, God. We thank you that it's already done. We just have to receive it, believe it, and shake that thing off. In Jesus' name, amen.